0: Uncensored Radio Real Talk Roundtable:
1: Real Life, Real Laughs, Real Talk. Hello, everyone, and welcome back around the round table. It's been a little minute since we've had a, had a little bit of a sit down and debrief session, but we have the lovely panel, well, pretty regular panel actually. If you see our live yeah. here with us, we've got Katie, we've got Vera, we've got Luke. Hey, gang, how are we today? Good. Wonderful. Absolutely good. We're here, we're ready to chat. Sun tan, wow. Not
2: sun <laughs>
1: That must be nice. I
2: don't tan, I burn.
1: So today's, today's topic came a little bit out of an um, article that I read and also a little bit of real life experience. So um, today we're going to talk about the phenomenon known as goblin mode. Now we have just <laughs> all lived through... A two-plus-year pandemic, and the idea of Goblin Mode is that we have dropped our public facades, deactivated the unnecessary parts of our life, and are happy to exist in our own little home bubbles, not feeling the need to dress up or, you know, make overly ambitious corrections of our appearance in minute. order to live a happy and productive life this was so, th- this was a pandemic thing it is it's a pandemic <laughs> thing and a lot yeah. of what, <laughs> the, conver- the the lot the lot of the conversations that people are actually finding it hard to re-engage in the world now after after letting everything slip away for for so long they're finding it hard to jump back into the expected social norms and I thought that was a very interesting conversation to have now between the four of us we all had a very very different experience of the pandemic I mean um to start off with Luke and Vera you never stopped working so the whole
0: time. <laughs> you,
1: you were there the whole time the first yep. Australian yep. lockdown I worked the whole time Katie you've been in and out of literally, literally in and out of work you know you've had kids you've had You've had everything, so yeah. um, the panel is a very varied, a very varied experience. So the first question I want to ask everyone, and just have a little think about it, because we're all going to have to answer, as per <laughs> usual. We haven't done a round table. We haven't done a round table in a hot minute, so we've got to remember the rules.
3: Did you, did you see Mom
2: look at me like you have to answer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> what I want you to think about is. It's global pandemic with what What did we lose, do you think, from the pandemic? I'm going to start with Vera because she is wise.
0: I lost a lot. <laughs> I haven't done any theater in two and a half years. I haven't, you know, live music has been gone, missing from my life for a long time. I mean, I, this weekend was probably the first weekend in two and a half years that I've had the kind of active weekend that I used to have pre-pandemic. Uh, Friday night I went to a jazz concert yesterday we went to Jeff's whatever she was baby shower (laughs) (laughs) that was real nice night I went out to dinner today I went out to hear a live band because of my friend's uh, birthday and it's been a pretty busy weekend for me you know compared to a year ago when we ordered all our dinners in and you know we had zoom birthday parties for friends we didn't go hear a band and Live
1: music, man. I heard two bands this weekend. She's been a groovy rock chick living her I life.
0: love live music,
2: yeah. <laughs> She's living the
1: dream. All right. Katie McCarthy, what about you? What do you think? Okay, what did so you personally lose from your life? In
2: okay, so let's take it COVID. way back. So back in 2020, I had just gone back to work. I had just had a baby. Um I was just try- starting to get back to my routine, and uh, it felt like things were starting to get back to normal for me, and bam, I was in quarantine. Uh, I haven't been to an actual gym since 2019 when I was still pregnant and hurt my back, and the doctor was like, yeah, no, you're done. <laughs> you're too pregnant to work out anymore. So all my workouts have been at home, and they've been terrible, and it's my uh, – my mental health has kind of suffered from that because that's where I get all my uh, my happiness from is uh, I like to work out. It helps my anxiety. It helps me feel happy. It helps me work out my stress and my anger <laughs> and anything else. Um, work has been inconsistent for me because I've been, like, on maternity leave, and then I go back to work, and then I get out for – the quarantine and then I go back to work and then you're on an A-B schedule and then I got laid off again and now I'm back to work again. <laughs> it's been it's been wild. Uh COVID has been just one big clusterfuck for me, honestly.
1: <laughs> Beautifully put. Luke, you're a single parent raising a young child and and a nurse during COVID. Talk to us about that.
3: So I had to work obviously through the whole thing, um, working down staff because what, and it's still happening right now is that people are obviously now that they've opened everything up that people have got COVID. So we're constantly down staff. Um, But really I found that COVID made me fat (laughs) and well, I couldn't go to the gym and now I don't want to go to the gym. Like, you know, if you haven't been for two years and then it's like, uh, uh, like do you really want to front up to that? So I, I kind of found like it made me become very isolated but I was sadly comfortable to be isolated. So I guess I made it work for me but now that it's all over or it's, it's, it's becoming over, uh, I, I need to come back out of the cave. But I'm like, oh, do I want to?
2: See, I desperately desperately, want to go back to the gym, but I still have my unvaccinated two-year-old. So I'm no. very choosy about where I'm going and I still mask up. Usually when I'm going out in public, we don't really go out to eat much. And if we do, we're masked up. We, he's good about wearing masks. So that has been that's been great that Arlo will wear a mask. I need to <laughs> he wears a cloth mask, so that is my concern is I need to find a better mask for him. Hopefully he will be able to be vaccinated soon, but I really want to get back into the gym. And like but- the problem with me is like I could go back, but wearing a mask and working out doesn't seem very fun. And <laughs> instead of complaining about <laughs> Instead of complaining about it, I just won't go. I'm not going to be one of those people that are like, well, I don't want to wear a mask and go to the gym. I just won't do it. Like, the weather's getting nice. I'll, I'll go running. I'll work out outside. The thing about, I just don't get the complaining, honestly. Like, if you don't want to wear a mask, then don't go somewhere where you have to wear a mask. Or if you ha- or you don't have to wear a mask anymore, but like, if you're uncomfortable, Going somewhere where there's a lot of people and you don't want to be around all those people, then don't go. Frankly,
1: like I, I think you bring up a really good point because my friends had a baby during COVID, so this kid has never known anything different. And they they say now that the world is you know discovering a it's not even a post pandemic new world like a how we live with how we live with this virus. He is just so unused to, thi- like, really normal, normal things that, like, you take for granted. The first time they took him out for dinner, they were like, oh, my God, we're so embarrassing. It's like an animal. It's like, well, he <laughs> hasn't, had, he hasn't you haven't had to teach him, like, you know, like yeah. table manners to go out with it. He, he runs around his house. He does mm-hmm. what he wants. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That, Arlo he's is... not used to having other people say no mm-hmm. to him. He's like, he listens to mum and that's about it. Like, Carlo is
2: very impatient. Very <laughs> He's very impatient and that's something we're working on. He goes to daycare, so he has some social interaction, but going into his first time in the store, he was like,
1: what the hell is this?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was just so amazed. Like He just bent over. just Looking
1: at the overhead lights. Like, he was just so amazed. Like, when
2: we... So when we had him at the end of 2019, we thought we were having a baby into flu season. Which is something we, we had done before because my oldest we had also in December because you know I have a record of having babies in December. It's just something. I was
3: gonna say, what's done. going on in March? I
2: know, right? Kyle's birthday.
3: <laughs> oh, rumpy pumpkin.
2: Yes, yes, it's an ongoing <laughs> joke that we y- yeah, 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 it's conceived on annual. Dad's birthday. <laughs> yep, uh, yep, conceived on Dad's birthday, born on Mom's birthday. That's it, it's an ongoing joke. <laughs> Anyways, so like we thought we were just having a kid and flu season and that was like going to be the worst of it yeah
1: <laughs> not so much. it
2: was very interesting i mean you, you think the worst of it is going to be like okay okay kids get your flu shot get your uh you know get your your whooping cough shot and wash your hands come see the baby Stay the fuck out of my house. Do not (laughs) come see this kid. You cannot meet this kid. Like, don't come over. Like, it was awful. Like, my parents didn't see their grandson for, like, the first three or four months of his life. It was awful. Like, it it was terrible. And missing huge milestones of this baby's life. And, like, we were looking through pictures. And my dad goes, I don't remember that of his I don't remember that outfit. I don't remember seeing Arlo do that. It's like, yeah, you you're you were, you did not see <laughs> yeah. it. It's awful, but you didn't see it.
1: Well yeah, and, my friend my friend's son wasn't even allowed to go see the baby when like his little brother was born. So try explaining that to like a what, a three year old, four year old. It's
2: it was a very different time. It was very isolating, it was sad, it was like I never dealt with uh, postpartum depression before with Grayson, but I had horrible, untreated postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression with this one, and it was just terrible. There was, you know, you're stuck all alone with this new baby, and you're not sleeping, and you're not eating, and it's you're away from your friends and your family. What are you gonna do?
3: And there's well, kind I of I no see, out either. Like you, know you can a lot do of trouble, something to. A lot of
0: hangover with residuals with my elderly family. You know, my mom, her sister, my aunt Leah, they they are afraid to go out. You know, they haven't been out in two years. They haven't socialized. They haven't gone to church. They haven't gone to lunch. You know, the things that they did all the time, they're not ready to do yet, even though it's winding down, sort of.
1: Yeah. It's very responsible for a big change, a big generational change, I think. When I, yeah. when I look back at it now, I had a terminally ill parent for that entire, entire time that I didn't see because, you know, right. Like, you can do phone calls, you can do Zoom, you can do all that kind of stuff, but it doesn't really make up for the face-to-face time of like what oh, absolutely. Like six, hard. seven, eight months of yeah. time that like was missed because, you know, you don't want to be the person that takes it as vera said vera said it on many many of our live shows she doesn't want to be the person that takes home something that kills her family right and that was right. a big that was a big worry for me because mm-hmm. you know when someone's going through chemotherapy and stuff like that you don't right want, you don't right. if i had the
3: slightest tickle i was like oh god i'll stay away
1: mm-hmm. and that
3: in retrospect but you know that now was Steve, really hard like years le- like like Coming out of that now, this is when it's all going to sort of process for you because at the time you know, we were just told to just be in this thing, and you know you you're in this machine, and you can't do this, you can't do that. Rah, 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 rah. So now that it, you know it's post that and all this stuff sort of resonates with us, and we're like, oh.
1: The thing that's made what, me think of think a bit too is is the other side of the coin. We've, so we had my fa- my dad who was who was sick at the time and passed away. Um, we've had family friend that had went into um, care for dementia and Alzheimer's. Like mm-hmm. talk about like going from a regular life to something that you can't even see your family, and then they start to like they start to slip away and lose their faculties and memories and all that kind of stuff you don't realize until we sit back we go, oh, how funny, we all had to wear masks and da-da-da-da-da. But there, there is a huge sense of loss for a lot of people that they can't really comprehend. There's permanent damage. as Luke huh. said.
3: Yeah. There really is permanent but damage. I, think- I mean,
0: I, I, I don't want to use words like permanent damage. I think that's too negative. I mean, we found alternatives. We found different ways to live. And we did live, we survived.
3: And, you know, uh, and theory, I know worse. it was necessary. I know could it was be necessary. In
0: much worse sec- circumstances. But, you know, you know
3: people, people were affected. And like, look, I wasn't that affected. I was in Queensland, Australia. We actually were very safe. So my life kind of continued as normal. But I really do get it when other people from other places, had terrible things happen when they couldn't even go and see that their dying family member because they were across a, a, an invisible border and things like that. So, yeah, I do think there was permanent damage done. That stuff can't be undone.
2: You know, I kinda and I understand why thing. it happened.
3: I understand why it happened. Like, I'm not arguing about the, um, the logic behind it. It's just this is real shit and this is what people had to go through. And... I mean,
2: Right. You know, we, Kyle lost both his grandmothers during quarantine. We didn't get to see them really because of, you couldn't go see them really in the hospitals. You couldn't go visit them. And then I lost my grandmother in August. She was 99 when she died. No one wanted to go see her in her house because She's so old, like no one wants to bring something oh, into the house. No that one
3: wants house. to give her COVID, but, even though like, she's...
2: Right, she's so old, no one wants to bring it, something in there that'll probably instantly kill her. So, you know, when the weather was decent, we'd stand outside her house and kind of wave the kids at her, like, you know, <laughs> grandma, like, look <laughs> at the baby, look at the baby.
1: Lots but, of drive-by you know, <laughs> baby eggs there, wasn't but, there. was. there. Like, but,
2: you know, you feel kind of like better. Like king. But, you know, I, I feel kind of like some sort of resentment because Grayson got a lot of time with her. I and
1: mean, Arlo yeah. got
2: basically nothing with her. Didn't get to know her, didn't really get to spend any time with her. And That stopped. was,
1: yeah, that was yeah. what my, my friend's son has a lot of and God love him, he's only turning six now, but um, he, my dad was like, granddad, they called him Poppy. Um, and he's, he's sad that his little brother never got you know, Poppy never got the chance to teach him swim, to teach him how to swim or ride a bike or da 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 da, and that's that's just bad that. timing. That's just bad timing, and it's heartbreaking. But yeah. like that's this is the world that we were living in, and you can't like, you can't go back in time and would should have would have could have it. But the, yeah, there will be lasting effects for people, um, and it'd be interesting to see how we all deal with that. But what I want to re-, re I want to re you know, re-up the question again. What were you happy to let go of during pandemic? We're going to start with Luke because we started with Vera.
3: Well, I couldn't let go of much because I still had to go to work. Exactly. Um, I had but... to go to work under more stress, actually. So, uh, uh, you know, being a, a floor nurse at the time, which I was, it's already highly stressful. I'm dealing with very difficult people and... Then it just got compounded by this pandemic. So you know, then I had to wear a mask, and then it permanently dented my nose job and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> like it, it is funny, but it's true shit. Like it's right. It like it was shit. I had to wear all this fucking PPE while I'm dealing yeah. with people, and it was really uncomfortable. I used to come home pouring in sweat because I was covered in all this shit and it was not nice and like you know I, I would challenge you all to try and shower somebody who's like 200 kilograms heavy while you're covered in fucking head-to-toe ppe and they can't even lift their foot and so it's just really heavy work and so i really feel for all the nurses that were actually on the front line because i wasn't even on the front line our ward wasn't a COVID ward but we still had COVID patients
1: so it was a lot. So nothing is the answer to the question.
3: <laughs> well, I I hope I answered it somehow in a random really. way. <laughs> Not
1: really. I'm yeah. gonna look I'm gonna put I I'm gonna jump in. I don't usually like answer in these in these shows, but I think we yeah. found that a lot of social occasions and stuff weren't really necessary. Like you choose to do a lot of things. There's a lot of things you choose to do or you feel obligated to do. You're like, oh, my God, I have to go to this dinner. I have mm-hmm. to go and see this person. I have to do this. And when push came to shove and we couldn't, that kind of takes it all off the table. And I found that although it has made my world a little bit smaller and all that kind of stuff, I don't really miss obligations. That could yeah. just be me.
2: no that was part part of my answer was i don't miss saying yes even though i really wanted to say no i don't miss that and i don't miss um working when i'm sick i don't miss that i i love being able to say hey i'm really sick i need to stay and stay away from you and i need to stay home
1: well, or not even that. really sick. I might be sick, and have the option of going. Yeah. Hey, I might be sick. I don't want to make you sick. I'm going to stay at home.
2: Hey, I have COVID symptoms. I need to stay home. Like right. I like, it's <laughs> like it, it blows my mind that we encouraged everyone to work through that before, and now it's like you got to stay home. Now you got to take a test, and you got to stay home. But before we were kind of like. Rub some dirt in it and get to work. <laughs> yeah,
1: in a, in a bad way, it kind of made candy. us take, yeah, take, take take care of ourselves a <laughs> little oh, more. Oh Jesus more. Christ! Yeah, you
0: know? <laughs> V. Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: Here we you go. You
0: there are, you. There were a lot of obligations that you didn't have to. You know, you didn't have that great big family party that you had to go to because you weren't getting together 60 people, just your immediate family. And it was much more stress less, you know what I mean? Um, There weren't, you know, you didn't have to go to your third cousin's daughter's middle school chorus concert because, you know, COVID. (laughs) And it was, you know, easier, but I did miss, I do miss my friends, you know, the social interaction of, meeting your friends at a restaurant or meeting your friends in a bar and hearing a band that, that I just did all weekend. (laughs) (laughs) No, but those Those are things you want to say yes Those are things you want to do. Yes. But those things that you, oh, you know. No, I'm like, I should, but I don't want to.
1: And it kind of, uh, especially here in Australia, because we went through those well, in New South Wales, very we are very blessed. Poor Melbourne, the most locked down city in the world. We went through all of these lockdowns, and you know what? The world kept turning. Uh, yes. It's, you know what? We all the majority like. Of course, everyone was hit with financial hardships, but you know what? The government gave us money. The small business copped it a lot. I know a lot of small businesses shut down and lost their livelihoods, but the The idea that you know you have to be there twenty four seven or the world will stop you like you can you can dip out of of work for like a week and they're not going to miss you like we are all just cogs in a machine really to to an end
2: God, and, if, yeah if COVID has taught me anything is just that. <laughs> don't be super loyal to a job cuz they ain't loyal to you.
3: <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> yeah. replaceable. Yep. yep.
0: Nobody and ever even, went to their deathbed saying I wish I spent more time at work.
1: Exactly. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And then going going through it on the other side as well. The first Australian lockdown, I didn't I didn't have lockdown. I was at work all day every day. All day every day just kind of because we were we were deemed an essential service I'm like Radio. I don't see how, but you know, retail working our way and just watching watching people slowly lose their mind was very interesting. Because you saw you saw the oh this isn't real. Then you saw the holy fuck this is actually a thing. And then the fallout from that. Like I remember early, early on in the pandemic, there was an old guy who came in with a um <laughs> Do you know those uh, when you mow the lawn? How you've got the the, the masks, like the double no, yeah, the mask. Yep. One of those,
3: oh, one of those eye, too.
1: eye goggles on. Mm-hmm.
3: A shower,
1: cap, you know what?
3: Though he probably never over. A shower cap, <laughs> right.
1: gardening gloves, and overalls.
2: And I'm like, <laughs> I saw oh, someone. Wait, oh, like,
1: is there? Is it nuclear he, winter he, he outside? Did PPE. You did. I was impressed. I, was, <laughs> I saw
2: someone real early on in a hazmat suit.
1: Bless. Good on oh, yeah. <laughs> I want that. That's gone I for that me. I
2: wonder if I wonder if
0: that person ever caught COVID. I'm really curious.
1: Sure. But when yeah, we, we got.
0: This is totally unrelated to this topic. But when we got our PPE from uh, the county. Mm-hmm. We got 12 gowns for a two year pandemic, 12 12 paper disposable gowns was the PPE that we got.
1: Well, I didn't really know that, you know, like two (laughs) years later, hi, we're still going. Talk about
3: (laughs) splurging.
0: I
2: remember, I remember when everything first shut down, it was right before spring break and they're like, we're just going to shut down early. You know, right before spring you know, the two weeks before spring break, we're going to shut down. After spring break, we'll come right back. So it's getting to the end of spring break. We're going to, you know, keep this closed just a couple more weeks. Yeah, okay. Okay, Uh. yep, yeah, we're going to, you know, keep this going until May. Okay. Yeah, we're not coming back. You
0: think? You well, think? You know who I really, this- really feel bad for? Um, My nephew. He's. In college, he's two and a half years of his four-year college experience was spent at home, not on mm. campus, taking yeah. Zoom classes. It's like, you know, I think college is part of your maturation. Mm-hmm. You learn to be an independent adult, and he didn't get even any of school.
1: That. But even school in general, there's, like, there's all these kids, especially, like, think about the kids that just started kindergarten. They just started that, you know, wider socialization process that they... <laughs> They were ripped out of it.
2: Grayson
3: finished his... Well, there was like a a, a news story here where all these kids that have suddenly been thrown into school again are not coping with the whole thing. Like, you know, even like, you know, people that were in grade one and now they're suddenly in grade three, but they haven't really socialised. Right. It's been quite like, you know, a big jarring effect for them to just be thrown back in again.
2: Great. Because he when you're at out, home, uh, you
1: create you create your own rule. Like there was no right. set schedule. You could you had to do school, but you did school when it happened, or you didn't do it. You know, sorry, no, Katie.
2: No, it's okay. He finished out pre-K on uh, Zoom, which I thought was kind of interesting. Like, how are you going to get preschoolers essentially to like sit still to do Zoom stuff? But they did it. He did it, and he got to um, go to kindergarten whole year was real interesting but he did it and did a whole year of first grade which is real interesting too but
1: if there is one thing that the pandemic has taught me I wish I would have a bought stock in zoom in early 2019 (laughs) right and b I never want to hear the words I never want to hear the words zoom ever ever (laughs) ever as someone who tried to engage like
3: Oh, stop eight, it, Steve. Remember, we 12, watched Helen Badoo. Eight to 12 year olds, we 12 year olds comedy in a dance class
1: online <laughs> and teaching singing lessons online. Nah, it was a fucking nightmare. Like, you spent half the time going, Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you see <laughs> me? Can you hear me? I can't <laughs> I can hear you. My feet. Can you see me? Make sure you're on camera. Otherwise, well, like by the end, of it, I'm like, if, if I can't see you on camera, I'm marking you absent, then I'll talk, I'll talk to your parents. So, like, <gasps> okay, cool. <laughs> And it was just so it was so hard to try and enforce some sense of Claire. authority slash schedule to them and expectation when I don't see them. Do you know what I mean? They're used to seeing yeah. me once a week. They know the deal. They know the, what they should know and what they don't know. And especially when we first came back, were, like, even the older kids, like my teenagers slash Twenty-year-olds, they're like, "Oh, I don't, I can't remember what this is." They're like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: all right, we're gonna have <laughs> to go. We're gonna have to go slowly, slowly to go." Oh, we're actually allowed to be in the same room together because I had to wear masks for the longest time. We had mm-hmm. the big dots on the floor where everyone had to stand, and yeah. all that kind of thing. And the, it was, it was a very interesting um, moment when all of that kind of started to break down, and you can go back into the world. But I had one of those moments myself a couple of weeks ago, where I actually went to my first live concert
3: mm-hmm.
1: in what two years. I sat in the theatre, and it was, it was nine masked, to five. No, no, this was um, an Australian artist, Jessica Mauboy. <laughs> <laughs> I sat down. I sat sat in the theatre, which was packed. I'm like, okay, this is a lot of people. I don't I don't usually get you know people anxiety, but I was like, this is a lot of people. And it said, masks are strongly encouraged. I was like, okay, cool. I had one just in case and I sat there and I gauged the situation and I looked around. There was probably less than a quarter of people in that theatre with masks and I went, you know what? I think this is the time where you either have done the right thing and you roll with the punches
3: but or you've you already don't. had COVID at I this mean, point,
1: right? At this point, at this point, I yeah. had been double vaccinated. I had had COVID, and I've yeah. like you know, I've had a third vaccination. So I think the general the,
3: consensus you know? is right now, like twelve weeks post COVID, you can't catch it again. That's the the current mile, milestone. Yeah, but things things
1: would things have changed so much. But I was I was sitting back and going, you know what? I've done the right thing. So whatever happens now. Is going to happen regardless if I'm wearing a mask or if I'm, you know, not wearing a mask, if I'm licking the seat that someone's <laughs> sitting on. Like,
3: um, can if if I, I say quickly, gonna, place, if you're
0: looking it's seat, happen. You deserve to
3: get sick. <laughs> How many of us look? I've never had COVID, I still haven't, I haven't put had, it bizarrely. I,
2: I don't know if I've had COVID because I could have had it.
3: Oh, girl, you would
1: know. <laughs> well,
2: no, you, I could have. Been asymptomatic. Could, as, far yeah, as, as far as I know, I have not had
1: it yet. If you, you were know. if you were not asymptomatic and you had it right, yet, right right, as far as I, I know, I was like I,
2: COVID. Whatever. How about you, I don't you
1: know. You... As far as, as I know, you know, know. I have not when had it. When first
0: started, I had a headache that I thought might be COVID, but I've never tested positive. I've had like six tests. You know. Yeah. yeah. I was so. I have no antibodies besides the vaccine. I've. There have been a couple of times where I was so sick that
2: I was convinced that I had it, and I tested a negative. A couple times, I've got my Trauma vaccine. Queen. I've been boosted. <laughs> had, well, no, I had I had all the symptoms, and I was just like, "This is it. It got me." Motherfucker finally got me.
0: But you know what else I haven't had? I haven't had a cold or the flu in two
1: years. Because well, everyone's pain. been so <laughs> you know what, So
2: yeah, <laughs> Like, we mask up in stores and all that. Grayson still wears a mask in
0: school. I'm still getting colds and all that. I don't understand mm-hmm. it. I haven't got a cold or a flu. In you just two maybe years.
1: need to boost your vitamin C level or something, Katie. We you take need to, vitamins. We need some echinacea. We'll we buy <laughs> You know, vitamins, you know vitamins <laughs> are bullshit, right?
2: Just well, go suck
1: I'm, on and suck on I, an orange, babe. You'll be okay, right. Well, you eat know what? I take
2: vitamins. I eat better now because I've changed my diet because I'm trying to eat healthier, and somehow I'm still getting sick.
1: I'm very prone to to. to um, colds and flus, as Vera just said, but I, yeah, touch wood. I have the only thing I got was COVID, and I. Knew about it. <laughs> the only
2: thing I got was COVID.
1: <laughs> but well, did I? Did I know about it? I was like, okay, I <laughs> okay but, Well, I went to work. We were shutting down the store, so I was up and down ladders and on my knees and on my feet, and lifting things <laughs> and doing all this stuff. And usually after that that day, because I've done this a couple times, like, your your body is sore. I was mm-hmm.
3: like,
1: okay. I got home and I sat down on the lounge, and I was like, okay. I'm sore. Okay, I'm tired. Then, literally, in the blink of an eye, a snap
3: Game broke over. into
1: a sweat. And I'm like, oh, this isn't right. Oh, well, I'll go have a shower and go to bed. Like, okay, go to shower. Woke up with, oh my God, I feel like I've been hit by a fucking truck. Really? Okay, cool. Went to work because I'm like, you know, gotta go, gotta do it, gotta get the store closed in four days, gotta do it, gotta do it. I got there. I'm like, this. Nah, something's not right. So, I'm like, I said to my boss, who was also there, I said, "I'm literally going to stay a good five meters away from you, just in case." I had a mask, everything on, because I had a little, you know, morning pick-me-up. Everything was fine for about half an hour, and I realized something was wrong when I lifted my arm to get something off the shelf, and I've uh, verbally said, "Ouch." <laughs> Oh my God. Like, It hurt so much. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, get, a, gonna go get a test, and I yes, did the um, that's... the old the old spinny test, the old spinny test. So I was like, that I like, you know do all this, and then oh,
0: everything um, in wait...
1: New York is the nasal swab. Yeah, those are. Well, this this was this is a while ago. <laughs> did, did the spinny test, and they're like, oh, just wait fifteen minutes, and the lines will appear. I put my drops on one bright line, like literally yeah. straight away. I'm like oh no I'll <laughs> just, it's it's like wait 15 minutes i'm just gonna lay down i'm, I'm just gonna, gonna lay down <laughs> and then i, I laid down
0: COVID and she said it, it, i didn't even have to wait five minutes line was there <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: yeah. Friend, yeah. the same
2: thing she goes yeah it just showed up it was there
3: what's <laughs> it well, so, for always- me, michelle i need to be away <laughs> yeah I, um,
1: I got very lucky I was only sick for 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 like really sick for three days once the fevers broke I was like oh, thank god it was okay but that's and they're talking about this in the news now the long-term effects of it like oh, yeah. I, again i'm I have I'm really bad and my um trainers were of these. I have not been back to boot camp it's like I couldn't physically get it happening for a good probably two or three weeks afterwards and then i was back teaching back working i'm like i don't have the fucking energy to then go and do it again
3: yeah, ironically that, that.
1: i was doing more physical activity when we were in lockdown because i had nothing to do so i could go for a walk for an hour and just wander around and you know do all that kind of yeah. stuff and eat better And i had the time i wasn't time for during covid Mm-hmm. I, had, I had time to exercise and look after myself. Now that we're back to normal, I could barely find time to scratch my left butt cheek. Sometimes. <laughs>
3: so. Look, I'm not going to mention names, but there's someone I know who was very um, personal appearance conscious, you know, would exercise every day and always was very well groomed. After she had COVID, she looks like a swamp hag. <laughs> she can't. No, she has not managed to get herself together since. And I'm just like, oh, shit, Cause she, only because it's jarring, because she was someone who was so immaculately groomed and looked well. Who is
1: she doing it, it for? Who is she doing it for?
3: Well, no, but
0: there's Herself. This, this, this oh. permanent, there's some people that are getting these long-term yeah.
3: symptoms. Long-term I think older COVID. people especially get long COVID.
0: Yeah. You My know, they're, and- they're unable to resume the level of activity they maintained before because they're just permanently exhausted.
1: And some people you know? just realise that they don't give a fuck anymore too. Like,
0: well, what that.
1: I'm going to like, like I, I get yeah, physical health. It's very important to look after your health, all that kind of stuff. But if you're not doing it for yourself and you feel obligated to do it, then why do it? You know what I mean? you'll find a way. You'll if you'll find a way to look after yourself that is that works for you. But if you're going right. just for appearances' sake, like. All those like I don't know how the gym junkies did it without the gym for so long. Like,
3: oh, they managed. Oh, but I, I, w- I, w- I, getting getting many, I would like around. to know how many of them, like,
1: went. Do
3: you know well, what I mean? Well, Nikki <laughs> was saying when we did the when we did the wrestling show. Nikki, Nikki was saying she was the female wrestler that did the show with us. She said, "Look, they all put on weight and whatever because they couldn't even train when they were doing their job. Like they couldn't do even the." because every you know, wrestling show is a stunt show, they weren't able to do that. And so she said that everyone put on weight and that it was a really dark time for them because when they finally were able to go back to doing what they loved to do, it was really hard to do it. Candy? I was, I was going to say,
2: oh, Jesus, I didn't even need to get COVID to be exhausted all the time. My God, <laughs> you had two kids, though.
1: Yeah, I, didn't
2: need, to... I didn't even need the kids to be exhausted all the time. I just <laughs> need a thyroid problem.
1: <laughs> but yeah. So this leads me to my next like to my next segue, I guess you would call it. Um we are in we're in not necessarily a post pandemic world, but this is how we live with it now. Like this is our new normal for want of a better term that's been thrown around for however long. What is something that you're taking with you from COVID that you're putting into your everyday lives now that you possibly didn't do before?
2: Curbside pickup with groceries.
1: There you go, Katie McCarthy. (laughs) (laughs)
2: never I goes know. away. I hope that never goes away because Vera can attest to this. When you go into the local grocery store, you're going to run into everyone and their mom and their cousin, and that'll just make your grocery experience that much longer. With curbside, it just
1: doesn't have to
2: be that. Yep.
1: <laughs> so- just a friendly wave from the car.
2: Well, this is, is why. I, well,
0: this
2: is why I also loved masks because you throw on your mask, you throw on your earbuds. No one recognizes you. You got your earbuds in. You can just ignore everyone and just be on your merry way. It's a- yeah. Yeah. It's Katie doesn't right.
3: like people,
2: but it's all right. <laughs> <with the American. laughs>
1: you guys have such um, extreme weather too that like. You can go into a store with a like a, a beanie or a hat on and a scarf on and a mask oh, on. Oh man! It would be very hard to tell who people are. Australia, was, we're just like here you know, go. It was so
2: good. Had my so mask on doing? and my hood on. No one knew it was me. It was
1: so awesome. All right, Luke. What about you? What's something from from pandemic lockdownish times that you you're keeping that you
3: look? I was someone who never ever ordered Uber Eats. Never. <laughs> I thought, you know, if I can't cook oh, it or Uber I can't drive down so and bad. buy it myself, but now Uber Eats has became a um, pandemic all in itself because I'm just like, oh shit, I feel like ribs tonight, and someone's going to go and drop it off at my doorstep. So, boop, 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 boop. Um, in a
1: is it good for me? No. <laughs> but you are helping the economy and you're putting people in jobs. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. Dress it up that way. <laughs> dress it yeah. up I, that I
0: way. I never did the Uber Eats.
1: You're missing oh, Vera, out. Vera, you're a good girl. You're missing what out. What about you, Vay? What What is something that. Tell you're, us how keep, naughty you've been, Vera. What are you keeping from COVID? Uh, <laughs> what what's your COVID fetish?
0: tried to go. Uh, I've done a lot of online ordering of other things, but oh, like I lot to restaurants, I'm going to oh. go pick it up. I'm going to go pick it up. Because <laughs> the, the, the 30% that Uber Eats takes from the restaurant tours I like to support local, so oh, you're a good up. girl. You're good a girl.
1: good girl. But yeah, I think, Vera. and again, for me, I don't usually, as I said, I don't usually jump in. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and my friends are gonna be not surprised. Uh-oh. I'm gonna keep saying no. <laughs> yes, you know I mean? yes, yes, like,
2: no. Did the
1: war? Did the world fall apart? That I didn't go to so and so's whatever. No, no, it didn't. No. You know, like, did the world fall apart because? I didn't see someone that I don't necessarily like that much. No, it didn't. So, as I said, it makes your world smaller, but, you know, I don't Mm -hmm. feel like I'm being pulled pill at a post as much anymore. And even with work, I've probably stepped back a lot at my jobs and gone, I can't care more than the company does at points. Mm -hmm. You know, like, what the, it will obviously go on with, with or without me. So you know, oh. why why throw yourself into that much drama? Right. Actually, live a life, spend time doing something positive that will mm-hmm. you know that help your mental health, help others, and it's no. Big irony that this show came back during
3: <laughs> during the uh,
1: pandemic and has brought all of us into each other's worlds on a very well, none of us would have known basis. each
3: other had it exactly. not yeah. been
1: for the show. And yeah. and, yeah.
2: and, you and know, what we'd... would I do without three AM text messages from Steve and
1: Luke?
2: <laughs> I'm hey,
3: not quite goes honest. both Oh, by the way, Katie, I've got go... more toys coming to your house as well. I've ordered more.
2: But terrify. I'll pick them up
3: That's when we're toys. over there. <laughs> No, I you can't
1: know,
3: be on no, silent. Do not no, you can't. What if you miss out? No. <laughs>
2: I know it goes both ways. Sorry, Steve.
1: <laughs> no, see,
3: I, but it's made I, this I, family too, because how much stuff has gone on between us. You know, even we've had our little dramas and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and we all kind of really care about each other. I think about you guys all the time. I know. In my I everyday talk, life, I, I'm, I'm I've,
1: like, I've said to I said to my friend, I talk to you guys more than I talk to my, some of my family members. Yeah, so it's just like, and yeah. my fr- oh, definitely yeah. my friends like. But oh, I and- I
2: turned down plans. Someone said, "Oh, we're we're gonna come up and visit in October." Oh, I've got Australians coming. Sorry,
1: <laughs> I've got <Australians> <laughs> coming. <laughs> sorry, but I think we can't we can't discount what we've done for other people as well because I know that we are only small fry in the world of podcast land. But the amount of people that have said, "Oh, during COVID, I really like. I really got into your show," or like mm-hmm. I. I, I deal with depression and I watch you guys to like give me a laugh, or you know, I get r- people to get really into some of the topics that we talk about and they have met people, met friends through our Facebook page and through interacting with the show is actually really strange. Like,
3: Speaking our small, of people, tiny little
1: thing has kind of, and started, all the I mean, amazing AIDS? people
3: we've spoken to as well. Yeah. What?
2: Has anybody
1: heard you from these? No, not recently.
2: From who? No.
1: No. Ace, one of our if big. Out there, I oh! did see. I, I did see. I did see him online a couple of weeks ago. So. Oh
2: okay. But you know,
1: people dip in Comment, and out of, so dip in in out of our world. Comment. We know you're We know you. Yeah, we, know really you yeah, like, we share the love. You see people on the live show. You, oh, I haven't seen you for months and months. But, I think it's good to have these like safe spaces for like even for my mental health especially during that time. Oh yeah. Oh, having yeah, this, definitely. having this to focus having on this. when there was nothing else, I was like, "All right, cool." And it, yeah, I think we've gotten better at our game since COVID, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So, you know, yeah, the world keeps on turning. Things put themselves in your play, in like put themselves in your way for a reason, they, and you'll find a way around things. I guess we found a way around this thing that seems so enormous and so scary and that mm-hmm. was mainly down to the media there was so much fear and so much you know yeah and rightly rightly so for like america like the death toll is horrendous and we do send our sympathies and love to anyone who has lost someone during covid i cannot imagine what it would be like to a lose someone that way then b have to deal with the repercussions of you know having to bury someone at this time and all that kind of stuff. Um, Yeah, we do send our love. And if you do, if you are struggling in this new reality, there's always someone to talk to. As we said, Lifeline here in Australia is a great great place to start. There's plenty of different charities and stuff. Or you know what? Go old school and go see a friend. Re-embrace the past and have a chat, or yeah, chat to to us. Watch uncensored radio. Do something that's going to make your heart a little bit happier, I guess, because you can reclaim those things that you feel are lost as well. It's Mm -hmm. the main thing that I think I want to get from this show. The world has changed, but it's only going to change as much as we let it change. You know, we there are certain things you know are taboo, and like we're not going to go around licking each other's faces straight away. four seats. Or <laughs> seats, you know. It depends on what we're
0: smoking,
1: honestly. True. But don't be afraid. It's the thing is, don't be afraid to hug someone. Don't be afraid to call someone. Don't be afraid to do these things that make us human because it's very important that in, after being so disengaged that we can re-engage with the, with the people that you want to re-engage with yep. the things that you want to do and that make you happy. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everything and everyone, Thanks for joining us today. It's been it's an interesting little chat. We've, um, you've been with through the journey. If you've watched Uncensored Radio, you've been through the journey with us. We did, we've talked a lot about COVID, but I think the COVID hangover is a real thing. And we just need to, you know, we need to keep having this conversation every now and then, you know, just like in on it and go, oh, how's my brain? Is it okay today? Could I'd, be.
2: I'd say uh, grown up with us, but have we really grown up? No. No. we grow yeah, out, yeah, we don't know. grow
3: up. Actually, no, Katie, I was watching an old clip of us. We, we've we gotten a lot better.
2: No, no, no. We, no, we've
1: gotten
2: better, but have we matured? Not matured.
1: No. No. Not no. matured. No. No. <laughs> I, I have All a right.
0: somewhere that I don't have
1: to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, folks. We'll see you again real soon at the round table. Bye.
0: Bye.